and part of it probably is because we have been told no so many times. We have been told you got to be practical. We have been told that it's it's not worth it to and the risk to go start a business. I mean, I, to me, that's uh, crazy because uh, being a business owner in my mind is less risky than being an employee. As an employee, I only have to tick off one person. That's my boss to get fired. As an entrepreneur, a business owner with multiple clients, I can and I do irritate multiple clients and they fire me, but I'm not going to go under because I've got. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome back, Money Talkers, for another episode of High Impact Series. I have Toby Brockner here, serial entrepreneur, got all kinds of amazing things on. Make sure you check out our full episode. But this is the High Impact Series. This is where you can take an eight to 10 minute lesson, put your headphones down, go have a money talk with your kid and change their trajectory of their life. 52 weeks of this, um, 52 different money talks, and you'll be able to help them out and, and prepare them to be out in the world. Toby, welcome on. Thanks for having me, Cody. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. So we just got done with an amazing interview. Um, make sure you check that out. But here's the time for the, for the big question. So you ready for it? I am. Excellent. Um, so here's the big question. What is the one thing that you could teach about that our schools don't, but you wish they did? I think probably the biggest thing for me is um, something we sort of touched on in our interview, and that's uh, about imagination and creativity of not limiting that. Um, I don't feel like I was ever encouraged to think big or dream big or to imagine things, um, particularly from my school, but I don't even remember my parents ever you know, telling me that. It was always go to school, get an education, get a job, have a family, <laughs> die. Those were the, that was the path to success, quote unquote. So I think uh, if I were able to go into a school right now, there were, there are some things that I would probably bring to the table around uh, fostering imagination and creativity. And one of the ways we did that um, in that program that we had talked about a little bit in our interview, the Passport to Boise program, where kids would go into these businesses and they would do a one to two hour workshop with these businesses and learn how they made money. One of the ones that we did uh, was called the, um, uh, I'm blanking on it now, it's the, uh, it was to teach kids how to be entrepreneurs. And one of the activities that we did was, uh, I have a pawn shop client and we, we went to his facility and got like all the old stuff that he couldn't sell anymore. And we brought a bunch, it was junk basically, but we brought a bunch of junk to the, to the room and we uh, divided the kids into two teams or three or four teams. And then each kid would come up and select one item of, of junk and for each of the, the team members. And then we gave them a roll of duct tape. And we said, create a product, name it, price it, 
pitch it to us and we'll pick the best one at the end of the day. And the kids dove in, they grabbed the one thing they wanted, they had their roll of duct tape and they went back. And we would have kids come back to us in the middle of that activity and say, hey, so are we allowed to do this? And I said, listen, you're allowed to do anything. Don't ask me if you're allowed. You're allowed to do whatever you want. The whole purpose, and I didn't tell them this, but the whole point of it was to let them dream and just be crazy, you know, about whatever they wanted to do. And I remember the one that won, and they came up with some really incredible ideas, but one of the ones that won was this. They had taken a section of a vacuum cleaner and like a toy gun and duct taped it to the top or something. They had like this remote <laughs> control and a phone. And we asked them what it was, and they said, uh, it was some sort of a robot for the military that would go into enemy territory and, and shoot enemies. And we said, what is it? Well, what, what, what is it worth? And I remember this kid, he said, this is worth a thousand soldiers lives. And I mean, we just all were just in tears. Like you have got to be kidding me. This 12 year old kid immediately saw the value of that, of we're saving people's lives. And I said, this kid's going to be a billionaire one day that's what i would go back and teach in that's school. awesome man so that's uh that creativity side of it is you know like you kind of alluded to in the beginning you know the memorization that's prioritized in school right now doesn't foster that create that creative side you know yeah. and that that what you're talking about too with this kid is that he's selling the result yeah exactly not the product so he's selling by emotions, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. uh, that's a lot of fun. I'm curious is um, what were some uh, what were some of their reactions when you when you were basically like when you took the reins off of them, like when they were like, can we will are we allowed to? Were they like immediately ran with it or were still kind of skeptical? No, they were just their eyes lit up. They were like in heaven. I mean, nobody's ever told them that no one's ever told them that they can do this. You know, I remember early in life, I was, I, I taught uh, a class at my church for little kids and I had them come over to my house to make pizzas. And I'm like, tell me what kind of toppings you want. And they're like M&Ms and jelly beans. And they were saying just crazy stuff. Cause they knew I was going to say no. And I'm like, okay, bring it. We'll, we'll do you know? <laughs> And we made pizzas with jelly bellies and, and, and gummy bears and, they, they were eating it and you could tell they were like disgusted and wanted to throw up, but they were kind of trying to smile at the same time. Like, this is great. And, and so it was just funny because they didn't, they never had anyone tell them you can do that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, it was fun watching them when you do remove those limits and those constraints, the creativity that comes out of that was just incredible. You know, if we would have said you have to do this or no, a robot that kills people is not practical <laughs> or whatever, we would have never gotten that sort of response from them. No, nah, that's super cool, man. And that's, um, I think that uh, that's how you get ideas that, that uh, change the world and also get ideas. And so those are on big scales, but I mean, on little scales where you get your entrepreneurial impact and a lot of people don't realize there's in any town you live in there's a multitude of million dollar businesses and they yeah. solve problems. They see a problem locally, they handle it. And a lot of people think, you know, well, it can't be done because it's already been fixed or done or whatever. But there's a, if you, if you can move the needle a little bit and find out what those problems are that keep doing it, you can instantly come in and solve problems and have a business and do those things. And a lot of times it's from the perspective of the kid is they don't know your limitations. They don't know why you can't do it. 
So they actually see the problem and want to solve it, I think, better than we do. Yeah. Yeah, it's because they see things differently. And somewhere along the way, you know, the sad truth of it is, as adults, we lose that ability. Um, and, and part of it probably is because we have been told no so many times. We have been told you got to be practical. We have been told that it's it's not worth it to, and the risk to go start a business. I mean, I, to me, that's uh, crazy because uh, being a business owner, in my mind, is less risky than being an employee. As an employee, I only have to tick off one person. That's my boss to get fired. As an entrepreneur, a business owner with multiple clients, I can, and I do, irritate multiple clients and they fire me, but I'm not going to go under because I've got a bunch more. You know, and There's to a few me, I've fired myself too. That's risky. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But you have to look at it from that other lens. And I think kids, because they are newer to the world uh, and maybe haven't been told as no as much as an adult has at that point in their life, they are able to see things in a little different way. Um, and, and it's, it's eye opening. That's awesome, man. And so that's a, that's a big takeaway in the fact that I'm trying to think of how we can practically have that conversation though, if someone put their headphones down, how do you see that being able to something where you could go and talk to them right now about it? Well, I don't, I think talking would probably be, it'd be better. You'd be better served by doing yeah. set aside one Saturday a month where you just call it crazy Saturday and you just do nut nutty things like fun things that you don't limit the creativity of what you're doing. You go and you build, you create, you explore, you go and you take pictures and you come back and make a collage and just, just make a pizza with gummy bears on it. You know, just do those things to foster that creativity. It's like a muscle, man. You got to yeah. work it out, you know, to keep it alive. I like that, man. I like the, and, and you know what? I even think about taking it one step further is saying, okay, well you have two hours and you get to decide whatever we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and and be like Jim Carrey in that movie, man. Just say yes, you know? Yeah, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You light something on fire, maybe, but you can put it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's the uh, that's the takeaway, man. That's the, that's the thing is like to have a practicality to say, hey, listen, you know what? Give them their time. Give them their space. Have that framework. Give them the, give them the, the creativity juices and set it aside because if you don't, then they're probably going to assume that you don't want to do it. You don't, you're going to say no, you're going to do those things. Give them the, take the reins off and let them, let them have some specified time to do that. Well, the saddest part about it all is the pretty soon they'll just stop asking. Yeah. And it yeah. breaks down. And even worse than that, you might have to go have some fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid. You know, might we get out of our old, uh, our old, our old people selves. And go have some fun like we used to. Just some no good old-fashioned gummy bear pizza fun. That's right. <laughs> well, listen, Toby, man, I want to say thank you. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, Money Talkers, this is the time where you put those headphones down and you decide to say, listen, go take action. You know, a lot of people say knowledge is power. I don't believe that at all. Knowledge plus action is power. And so if you know something and you don't do anything about it, you might as well not know it, you know. And so, um, Toby, if they want to get some more uh, – some some more connections with you and those kind of things. Where's the best place to find you at? Yeah, you can, uh, our, our website is repurposeinitiative.org. It's a good place. I'm on social media, uh, Toby Brockner. It's Toby, T-O-B-E, not with a Y. Um, Facebook and Instagram, I'm pretty active on both of those channels. But uh, yeah, feel free to hit me up there either place. Cool. Thanks, guys. Now put these down and go out there and uh, have an impact. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. 
If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.